Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing Job chapter 40, looking at verses 3 through 5 in the New Living Translation. Remember, Job had been very bold and forward in demanding a conference with God and talked very boldly and passionately about how he would make his case before God and how sure he was that God would justify him. But let's listen to today's passage, which is uh, verses 3 through 5. It reads, Then Job replied to the Lord, I am nothing. How could I ever find the answers? I will cover my mouth with my hand. I have said too much already. I have nothing more to say. Again, that's Job chapter 40, verses 3 through 5 in the New Living Translation, which titles this section, Job Responds to the Lord. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that's Job chapter 40, verses 3 through 5 in the New Living Translation. And I am actually using all three of the commentaries that's in my um, notes, my end notes that you can see, my description. So I'm using Matthew Henry. Enduring Word, and Logos, Faith Life Study Bible. But let's listen to the commentaries. Job's response to God takes a much different tone than the rest of his speeches. The different tone was not because Job's circumstances had substantially changed. He was still in misery and had lost virtually everything. The tone changed Because while he once felt that God had forsaken him, now he felt and knew that God was with him. And isn't that when our tone change? When we know and we feel the presence of God? Even as we go through things in our lives, when, when we're struggling and frustrated and prayerful, and when we feel that God is answering, our whole demeanor, everything about us, and our relationship with God changes. Um, the um, let's see, Job is more subdued and humble as he recognizes his place before God. He began to melt into godly sorrow. When his friends reasoned with him, he did not yield. But the voice of God is powerful. When the Spirit of Truth shall come, He shall convince. So there are times when we can talk all we want to. And, but when God speaks, he's going to convince. Uh, friend, his friends, and I'm back to my notes. 
they had condemned him for a wicked man. Remember, his friends had condemned him as a wicked man. Elihu himself had been very sharp in accusing Job, but God had not given uh, Job harsh words as his friends did. All God said was, um, can you do? What can you do? You know, like, can you feed the hungry, hungry lion? Can you get pray for that lion? Can you, you know, uh, he asked him about the, 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 the constellations and all of this. He didn't make any kind of demands. He didn't tell Job he was wicked. He just said, okay, uh, Job, since you think you can uh, stand flat-footed with me, can you tell me how all of this works? And of course, Job couldn't, because we can't. Even with all of our technology and all of our knowledge, there are things that you know God has hidden that we don't know and will never know until God reveals it. Job drops his demands for answers, and he does not follow through with his bold claims of how he would act in God's presence. Instead, he acknowledges the futility of trying to respond to God. And how would we act in God's presence? Of course, the proper uh, demeanor is silence as we stand before God. Back to my notes. Job humbly, Job's humility acknowledges that he understands at least one of God's points. The point is that Job cannot know or understand how the world works. By extension, God's purpose, in, nor can he um, understand God's purpose in his life. And Job says, I'm vile, and uh, how can I answer you, God? Job once wanted to question God, and he had great passion about it. He demanded to be brought into God's court. And now God's in front of him. After, uh, you know, God is there in front of him, he has nothing to say. He could not answer. He had um, every opportunity, but he says, I'm going to lay my hand over my mouth because I'm, he's now ashamed of the way he spoke to God and ashamed that, you know, that he got all bent out of shape because of, of his situation. And we would too. So, you know, we can't sit on our pedestal and say, oh, I never would. That's a lie. If we had lost everything and been sick, we'd do that too. He would use his hands to stop his mouth and not say anything further. I'll be uh, back with a short prayer. Let's pray. And I'm sharing a prayer from Daniel Okpara. He's on, I'll put it in my end notes so you can find him. But let's listen. It reads, The grace of God and mercy will protect and provide for you. He will open doors and no man can close and restore whatever the enemy stole from you. And I pray that for all of us right now, that God will protect and provide. He will close doors and restore whatever the enemy has stole. But let me finish with the prayer. I pray for you today. May your desires align with God's will for your life and supernaturally manifest. May the seeds you sowed in faith and watered with tears produce a harvest 
that is exceedingly and abundantly above all that you hoped for or even imagined in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.